Thyroid Health. Is your metabolism up to speed? Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest, and this week we will be discussing your thyroid gland and its importance for many aspects of your health on Access Health Radio. And we'd like to acknowledge companies that support Access Health Radio. Thanks to Marley Drug in Winston-Salem for supporting our show. They mail order generic medications directly to your home with free shipping at costs that are often much lower than even the big box pharmacies. Check them out at MarleyDrug.com. Dr. Forrest, if people would like to get more information after the show today or find out information about your practice, where can they find that? If listeners want to send general, non-emergent questions and possibly have their question answered on the show, they can go to our website at accesshealthradio.com. They can also go to our Facebook page at Access Health, or they can send email to accesshealthradio at gmail.com. Just make sure if you send an email to include your contact information. After the show, you can also listen to an on-demand podcast at wptf.com, and we will provide links to that on our landing page at accesshealthradio.com. Also, if people would like information specifically about our medical practice in Apex, North Carolina, they can go to acchealth.com or call 919-363-0190. Again, that's 919-363-0190. Okay, so Dr. Forrest, you tell me that this little gland is actually really important to our health, and you're going to give us the ins and outs of the thyroid today. That's right. I think thyroid disease and health is something that can be very confusing to a lot of people, and for good reason. And I'm going to try and shed some light on the thyroid gland and how you can keep your metabolism you know, where it should be. The thyroid gland is a very small gland. It's in the front of your neck. It's sort of shaped like a butterfly with the wings sitting on either side of your trachea or your windpipe. And it actually, if you've ever had your doctor feel of it, you know sometimes they'll ask you to swallow because you can actually sort of feel it move up and down slightly when you swallow. Uh, but thyroid hormone that, that it produces is vital to lots of functions in our bodies, and it heavily influences especially our metabolism. So, Dr. Forrest, what kind of symptoms can a low thyroid give you if you're not producing enough of that hormone? Well, there are a multitude of symptoms that you can have associated with low thyroid, and I'm going to go through a list. It's very important, though, to realize that, you know, if you think about all the things on this list, these could be symptoms of many, many other conditions. But whenever you've got multiple ones of these sort of all together, then you really need to think, you know, hey, is there something going on with my thyroid? So um, the first thing, and again, this is very, very common, is sort of just general fatigue. So if you feel like, not sleepiness, but if you feel like your energy level just isn't what it used to be, uh, sometimes I'll tell people if they feel like their get up and go has got up and went, um, if they just feel like, you know, they don't have an energy to get the things they need done and they don't really know why, you know, they're sleeping okay. Uh, they seem to be, you know, well rested and that kind of thing, but they're still fatigued during the day. That can be one sign. Now, this is the one that probably a lot of people think about the most, which is weight gain, especially in the stomach. Now, a lot of people will say, hey, doc, I, I think, you know, my weight is from my thyroid problem. So this is a well-known sort of uh, issue. However, most people who are overweight, it is not due to their thyroid, but this can be a common issue because your thyroid affects your metabolism and sort of how you metabolize and burn calories. So it can have an impact. 
next is constipation. So uh, people that have constipation that's unusual, not not typical for how they've normally been, um, that sort of sticks out as unusual, uh, that can be one of the early signs. And also, you know, mood changes. Sometimes people feel their moods just a little lower. Maybe they're mild, mildly depressed. Um, they may have just less interest or desire in doing things. Uh, a lot of times they can have some just mild, nonspecific sort of uh, joint aches and pains. Now, here's where it gets really interesting. Um, sometimes I'll have patients where, you know, they have high cholesterol or they have other findings on their blood work, like maybe high blood sugar. And it actually turns out that they also are low thyroid, and it turns out that the thyroid is what's contributing to this. So, you know, when your metabolism is not normal, it can affect other things with your health, like your cholesterol and your blood sugar. Um, and then another one that's very common is dry skin. So often people will say they feel like their skin just is maybe a little itchy, maybe a little drier. It's like they have winter skin all year long. Um, and then another thing that happens kind of like a, the association with the skin is that the nails also uh, become very thin, very fragile. Uh, many times people will complain about those breaking uh, much easier. Um, and uh, along the same lines, you can have hair loss. So if people – now, we're not talking about normal male uh, pattern baldness. We're not talking about normal predictable hair loss. We're talking about hair loss that's unusual. You know, sometimes even on people's arms and legs, they'll notice that they're, they're losing hair. And then the other is thyroid glands really can affect your sense of hot and cold. So, you know, in high thyroid, people actually can be sort of hot-natured. But when your thyroid's low, which is what we're going to mostly be discussing today, people get really cold intolerant. They'll say their hands and their feet are cold, and they'll just feel cold when other people are very comfortable. Um, now, thyroid hormone affects other hormones. So in women, when they have any kind of hormonal uh, issues like menstrual irregularities, um, infertility or endometriosis, those can be heavily affected uh, by changes in thyroid hormone. And then along the same lines, anytime you affect your other hormones, if you're somebody who suffers from migraines, migraines can be triggered by very subtle uh, hormone imbalances. Um, another thing that people with low thyroid will often tell me is that they feel like they can't concentrate quite as well. They feel like their their memory maybe is waning just a bit. Um, maybe they can't think of things quite as quickly. And many times it's just this is all the problem is. It's just a problem with the thyroid. Um, and we mentioned mood issues. Sometimes instead of people feeling sort of a low mood or depression, uh, they may actually have some anxiety that goes on. So that's something to watch out for. And then um, swollen legs and feet. Now, thyroid typically will cause a lot of these symptoms before it gets very severe. But if it gets really severe, people can get what's called myxedema. And this can lead to swollen legs. And this can actually, you know, if untreated, can actually be fatal. So your thyroid is a hormone you need to sustain life. Um, so those are the, the main symptoms. Some people will also have trouble sleeping and that kind of thing. But, you know, if I had to really give you a list of the ones that were the main symptoms i would say fatigue um you know dry skin being cold natured constipated uh hair loss uh and unusual weight gain would be the things that are the most common so it really does affect an awful lot of areas then it does time now for the access health tip of the week Many people have heard that a low thyroid or hypothyroidism can cause weight gain. And while this is true, many people assume that 
their being overweight is due to their thyroid. In fact, most people that get their thyroid tested that are overweight, the test shows that their uh, thyroid is actually functioning normally. However, in anyone that gains weight and they can't explain it due to their diet or exercise, then they should get it evaluated and make sure this isn't the problem because it's very easily fixed. Uh, we typically will check uh, patients once a year to make sure their thyroid is functioning normally, even if they don't have any symptoms. And we don't even charge uh, for this test for our membership patients. Coming up, we'll be talking about diagnosing and treating thyroid problems. Stick around. This is Access Health Radio. This is Access Health Radio. I'm Mike Davis with board-certified physician Dr. Brian Forrest. We're talking about thyroid health today, particularly low thyroid. So, Dr. Forrest, how is low thyroid diagnosed clinically? We just heard some of the common symptoms, but how does a physician officially diagnose a problem with the thyroid? Well, the the most common way thyroid problems are diagnosed is with what's called a TSH test. And TSH stands for Thyroid Stimulating Hormone. Uh, Let me explain this test in detail, though, because it can be quite confusing. And I know a lot of people will go to their physician, and when they report this test to them, they get very confused about if it's high or low. So the, the TSH is actually a hormone produced in your brain, not in your thyroid, but it's produced to send the message to your thyroid gland that it needs to make more hormone. So when this, te- when this test that we get, the TSH is high, when you have a high TSH, it actually means that your thyroid is low, which can be very confusing to people because sometimes they'll get their lab work, you know, they'll look at that normal scale, they'll see that it's off the scale, but it's on the high side, and they'll say, well, doc, you said my thyroid is low, but the test shows my TSH is high. Well, that's exactly the way this would be interpreted. So if you had a really low TSH, then that would mean that you actually were hyperthyroid and you had too much thyroid hormone. So typically when your TSH is too high, that's an indicator that you have low uh, thyroid hormone. And this is the test that we use uh, as a screening test. Uh, I typically do it annually. Uh, but it's also the test that once we've uh, treated somebody for hypothyroidism, we'll actually still monitor this test uh, several times a year to make sure the dose is correct and that the body's getting the amount of thyroid hormone that it needs. So, Dr. Forrest, is there anything we can do to prevent thyroid problems? Well, you know, diet and exercise can do a whole lot for a lot of conditions. They can certainly help with diabetes and high blood pressure and cholesterol. Um, You know, in terms of thyroid, you want to make sure you have adequate nutrition and that you're getting vital nutrients that you need. Uh, In particular, you want to make sure you have enough iodine in your diet. In fact, this is one of the reasons that years ago they started supplementing salt with iodine. And so you'll notice at the grocery store, when you pick up the salt, it'll say iodized salt. Uh, And that was to make sure that, you know, you had adequate uh, iodine in your diet. Uh, but other than that, you know, just generally getting good nutrition, making sure that you're um, getting enough nutrients uh, and keeping yourself, you know, generally as healthy as you can, you can't really prevent thyroid disease uh, in the way that you can prevent a lot of other diseases that are associated with being overweight or eating the wrong, wrong kinds of foods. So very often this is something that will happen in middle age regardless of what you do. Um, often it, it can run in families. It's much more common in females. Um, but... It is something that a lot of people have. We're going to talk a little bit more about the prevalence in a a few minutes. 
So if we can't really prevent thyroid problems, how do you treat a low thyroid? Well, this is one of those times in medicine where it is pretty simple. Uh, you just take a pill of the hormone uh, to supplement what you're missing. So the hormone is commonly called Synthroid or Levothyroxine or thyroid hormone. Some people will call it T4. And your physician will normally put you on a dose. Uh, you know, they're sort of that very first dose they put you on is sort of a trial. Then they'll test your TSH and adjust the dose until your TSH level is perfect. Then after they get that in the range they want, which for me, I typically like it somewhere between, you know, 0.6 and about two and a half. Um, if the TSH, once it's in that range, the physician's still going to check it somewhere between two to four times a year just to make sure the dose is still correct uh, because it does fluctuate. You know, even in people who've been on thyroid hormone for, you know, 20 years, uh, they may have been on 20 different doses in that time period because sometimes your thyroid gland is making a little more hormone, and so you need less supplementation, and sometimes your thyroid gland is making less hormone and you need a little more. So it does vary. Uh, but following the TSH and being able to see uh, wh- how your body is interpreting the amount of thyroid hormone it's getting is really the best way to do that. All right. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. Straight ahead, we're going to discuss the key points about thyroid health and our Access Health Radio's Trivia of the Week. Welcome back. This is Access Health Radio. I'm Mike Davis with board-certified physician Dr. Brian Forrest. Today's topic, thyroid health. And Dr. Forrest, if people want more information after the show or they want to find out information about your practice, where can they go to get that? Well, if they want to find out uh, information about our specific practice, they can go to acchealth.com. Or they can call our office at 919-363-0190. If they want to send an email to the radio show, they can send that to accesshealthradio at gmail.com. They can also check us out on Facebook, uh, or they can go to the radio show website, which is accesshealthradio.com. And we would also like to acknowledge the companies that support Access Health Radio. You know, one thing that people can do to keep their medical costs down is getting the best possible price on their prescription medications. I actually get my own prescription medication from Marley Drug in Winston-Salem because it makes my own cost out of pocket lower than if I had used my insurance for generic medications. Thanks to Marley Drug for supporting our show. They securely mail generic medications directly to your home with free shipping at costs that can be even much lower than if you used your insurance to get that same medication at a big box or corner retail pharmacy. Check them out at MarleyDrug.com, and we really do appreciate their support of the show. All right, Dr. Forrest, it's time for my favorite part of the week, trivia nut that I am, the Access Health Trivia of the Week. Well, you know, it might really surprise people to know how common thyroid disease is, uh, you know, both in the world and the United States. It actually affects 200 million people worldwide uh, that have an underactive thyroid. And if you think about that, that's about one in seven people in the United States. So it's very, very common. Um, if you have a family member, uh, you, you know, you likely have a family member that has been diagnosed with low thyroid. And if you don't, you definitely know somebody at work or at school, uh, that is going to have a lot low thyroid. It's slightly more common in women than men, um, but typically will onset for most people around middle age. 
So, Dr. Forrest, what are the key points that you would like listeners to take home about today's topic? Well, first, it's important for listeners to know that you might go years and not know you have a low thyroid if you don't get it checked. Um, so the first, the first message is make sure that you are getting your TSH or thyroid stimulating hormone checked, um, at least on an annual basis, just to make sure that it's not drifted into the low range. Uh, because what could happen is it could be drifting into that low range. That could be slowing down your metabolism. Uh, and you could have suffered for a whole year with feeling fatigued, gaining weight, and having other symptoms that would have been totally preventable had you only known your TSH was elevated. Second, it's incredibly common to have low thyroid. Uh, again, you almost certainly know people with this condition. Um, it's affecting 15% of the population. So it's incredibly common for people to have low thyroid. We don't really have time on today's show to talk about hyperthyroidism. We'll talk more about that at a future date. Um, that's much rarer. And that's the one where people, you know, have uh, excess thyroid hormone, but having low thyroid is just incredibly common. So it's, if it's not something that affects you, it's definitely going to affect somebody in your family. And, you know, the other thing is you cannot really diet or exercise your way to a healthy thyroid. You know, a lot of times people, as soon as I tell them their thyroid is uh, not functioning well, it's a little low, they'll say, well, doc, can I, can I start running 30 minutes a day? Will that fix my thyroid? Or, you know, are there certain types of foods I can eat that'll fix this? And unfortunately, you know, you need to have good nutrition, good exercise habits to stay healthy and to, to generally keep a healthy thyroid. But, you know, once you have low thyroid, um, you know, hypothyroidism, there's really not a lot you're going to be able to do with diet and exercise to fix it. Generally, you're going to need to do a uh, some type of a supplementation of your thyroid hormone, typically with something like levothyroxine or Synthroid. Now, there are, I guess, places in the world where people don't get enough iodine in their diet. And if for some reason you think you have an unusual diet that doesn't expose you to iodine, uh, then getting enough iodine is important for uh, thyroid health. Um, and then lastly, you know, getting your thyroid levels normal can make you feel much better, raise your metabolism, potentially make you lose weight. And thyroid hormone is really required for life. People don't think about it the same way as they do insulin, like in diabetes, um, but not addressing it, although it takes a long time. If you don't address a low thyroid, it can actually become fatal. Thanks, Doc. And hopefully you'll be able to use this information to improve your health and keep yourself healthier overall. And this week's scripture is from Exodus fifteen twenty six. This is from the English Standard Version. And uh, if you will diligently listen to the voice of the Lord your God and do that which is right in his eyes and give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you that I put on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord your healer. Thank you so much for listening this week to the Access Health Radio Show. And we look forward to you joining us again next Sunday at 4 p.m. We have a unique uh, broadcast next week where we're going to be answering questions that have accumulated uh, during the course of the show. Uh, so it's going to be a special question and answer show. And so until then, God bless your health.